Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to the Living History UK podcast, a podcast for the discerning, and knowledge-hungry historians out there. You can support our podcast and get much more from Living History UK by joining our Patreon from just £1. And by doing so, you'll be a part of an ever-growing community and really help to make a difference as we strive to keep history alive. But for now, enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Living History UK podcast. I am joined today by my ever-loyal colleague, Don Blythe. Um... And we were at Military Odyssey the weekend. So what is Military Odyssey? So Military Odyssey always happens August Bank Holiday. It's the largest military multi-period show in the country. And it's a, and it's worldwide as well. So you've got people representing many different countries, uh, many different branches of services for the past 4,000 years. Uh, so there's quite a lot to see and quite a lot to do. Um, but Dom, how are you, mate? Well, after picking up the standard, um, <clears throat> the standard Detling Lurgy, I'm marvellous, thank you, Peter. Yes, it's uh, it's happened to both of us. So I do apologise if I sound a little bit bunged up or a little bit hoarse, <laughs> to say the least. But that's the uh, price we've got to pay for having such a brilliant weekend, unfortunately, isn't it? So, Dom, what was you doing while you was at Military Odyssey? Well, apart from taking on board copious amounts of beer i was um with my group asagai rhodesia where we were portraying troops of the rhodesian security forces during the rhodesian bush war in particular 1976 um and on our display we had a brilliant group named uh Vence ramos who i've spoken about before and um who were portraying fapra and cuban troops in angola training um zipra fighters and on the sunday i actually donned up some gray lizard um picked up an ak-47 
and and joined them and it was a, it was quite a good laugh I must admit it was a it was a very good weekend I must say and and what were you doing this weekend Peter so I was I was doing a similar time period to yourself Dom as you well know I was doing Vietnam uh, I was there with the group that I belong to the Ranger Lounge where our display is a bar premise comes from a real thing well, I say a real thing it's inspiration for the display comes from a real bar uh, at a place called Camp Eagle, where the 101st Airborne were based during the Vietnam War. And uh, we portray L Company Lerps, which was the Lerp company for the 101st Airborne. Uh, so, yeah, so that was, uh, uh, it was like a social club that was built just for Lerps. And that's what we were trying to uh, replicate over the course of the weekend. So, like you, Dom, much beer was drank. <laughs> Yes, indeed, Pete. Yeah, it was, um, and I came around and I saw your display of many different, uh, many different subs. And of course, uh, you were there with, uh, with ever, ever dutiful Leslie, and you guys um, put on a, um, put on a very good show. I must admit, even if the, uh, even if the organisers did try to, uh, to shut you down on the Saturday night. <laughs> yes, I think I think we got a little bit too popular. I think. <laughs> Because it seemed to be like the go-to place to go uh, for people on their way up to the beer tent and things like. But I think what I think the problem was is that although the display was a bar, we weren't actually selling any alcohol at all. That <laughs> people just presumed that we were. <laughs> but hey, oh, we we still had it. We still had a good laugh. But it, it was. Uh, but unfortunately, I never got over to your display because you was right on the far side of the site. Now, Minute Shaughnessy is a really big showground. It's, it's at the Kent County Showground, and it dominates a vast, vast area because you was um, right up by the entrance uh, where the living historians made basically the access point for the vehicles. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's it. We were sort of we were posted right out towards the back, so sort of out out the back of the beer tent and and Pirate Cove, and so of course the public would go to Pirate Cove and then not come round and see us, which was um, which was you know a bit a bit annoying, but nonetheless we um, we had a good time. I mean, and you know they all I can say is they missed out because we of course had our had our lorry there um, and our our Land Rover. And uh, Venceromas had their had their gas um, little little Soviet truck as well, so you know, they missed out on quite a quite a, quite a large and, and varied display, I think. But um, this issue has been addressed, um, where well, it's been voiced, I should say. And so maybe next year we may be somewhere else, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's early days, yeah. Yeah, so you turned up on the Friday while the Ranger Lounge was uh, being decorated, so to speak, having all the bits and pieces put inside it. Um, and obviously you came down with Jack, who owns the Bedford, and uh, you jumped out, come down to see us. And I have to say, Jack did, has done an outstanding job on the uh, restoration work on that Bedford with the paint work and all the rest of it. He's done a really, really good job. Massive transformation from when I saw it last time. Um, but yeah, we, we were in a similar situation to you, Don, because... We're on a large pitch with a lot of other Vietnam groups where we, we sort of looked out like that it wasn't, you know, we were up we were up on the main drag and people were going into the sort of area where those other Vietnam groups were. That seemed to be quite interactive there, but people just sort of walked straight past our bit and it weren't like in a way that you couldn't not 
get in or not see what was there. So people were like looking at the bar. Um, see that we had a kit display sort of put there as well, um, displaying Lurk kit. Um, you know, and group members hanging around outside the uh, Ranger Lounge and things like that. But people just sort of what looked at us from the road, but kept on walking. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was I was really bizarre because we we're on the main drag as well. So I don't really understand what was going on there. Yeah, especially for coming from say the other way. Say if you're um, you're coming from where like almost where all the food wagons where you were sort of tucked out around the corner, so they couldn't initially see you. But hey hey. So what do you reckon your highlight of the weekend was, Pete? To be quite, to be brutally honest, the highlight for for my weekend was catching up with people I don't get to see very often. That's I think that's that's the uh, that was the highlight for me because because uh, of it being one of the landmark events in the living history calendar. You see people some sometimes you only see them from Odyssey to Odyssey, or you just don't see them that often at all. So for me, the highlight was the social aspect of it. So going up to the beer tent um, in the evening, going to see all those uh, all those old friends. So what what was the highlight for you, Dom? I'd probably say you know the same to be honest. Uh, but there's um, I I definitely think you know it was because it was definitely one of being one of the bigger decklings, I think, and seeing you know quite a varied amount of groups that we don't don't normally see. Especially it's also the first year in a while that uh, you know there's been foreign groups. I mean, across the road from us there was a um, there was a Spanish group. It was doing um, Spanish American War, and then well, there was also a Spanish Civil War group. There was, um, and then on our display there was um, some Belgian guys that, that joined that joined us. So it was it, that was quite a highlight. But I think for my sort of highlight for the weekend would be just you know being on display in my group. It, but uh, uh, for the reason why is because it's the this is the first. So this is our group was our group's first detling. This was our guys' first detling. And we had such an amazing turnout. Um, I know with with such a you know big display, um, quite a thorough display, and just watching all the lads, you know, put in putting the mileage and putting lots of hard work and seeing that hard work paying off. And I think you know that's even though it will be quite an abstract concept, but I think that's definitely uh, definitely been the highlight of the weekend for me. Sort of looking back and and. And seeing this, you know, this achievement that we've that the groups come to. Yeah, although I I never got to see your display physically, I did see you when you was doing your roaming displays when you'd all get up and get in like in full kit and walk around the site as if you was like on a patrol. And uh, I think every time you all went on a walk around, you you all all popped into the ranger lounge. I think every single time. I think. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you, know, you guys looked absolutely fantastic, and Gal. Don't, yeah, can't forget, can't forget Carla. Um, yeah, you all look fabulous, and I, I, and I made me think to myself that um, I was like, I, I, you know what? Looking at you lot makes me want to do Rhodesian because it looks so cool, uh, just like the kit and like the loosey goosey of it. Uh, I was like, oh, this is that, that would be that would be very me uh, to do that, but. It'll just be a rabbit warren once again of getting more kit and trying to find time when I have very little time already to do other stuff. But no, it's you guys, a trap. it is it's an absolute <laughs> ruse, a ruse. <laughs> no, but you guys did look look absolutely outstanding. I was very very impressed with you all, and I'm not just saying that because I'm your mate. I, I I honestly say that from the bottom 
of my heart, my my old mate. But while you was there, did you actually see any of the arena displays while you was there, or was you not that bothered about it, Tom? <laughs> well, you know my feeling on most arena displays, Peter. No, to be no, we we didn't. I mean, we were we did want to get into like the like the vehicle display, but no one spoke like none of the like marshals or anyone spoke to us about it. Um, when we tried to find a marshal to talk about it, we couldn't find a marshal. Um, like their main headquarters bit was all sort of battened up, but it was um, it was a bit annoying because we, you know, we wanted to um, basically get up all, all all of us get loaded up into the Bedford and and go drive around the re- arena and the site and look really cool, but unfortunately we couldn't. But uh, I I would have liked to have seen some of the arena stuff. But no, unfortunately, no, no time for it. Unfortunately, what I, I hear that you went to go and see some of the American Civil War stuff, Peter. Yes, yeah, me and Les did. Yeah, we we made a point to go and uh, watch the American Civil War battles. We it's like our little tradition that we both have that we uh, go and watch it. Um, that was all right. Yeah, it, it it seemed a bit slow to me. There needed to be a bit more bit more pace to it. <laughs> but they did set they did actually they had a pyro go off so the cannons went off and um obviously they, they simulated a shell explosion but it set fire to the field because it was that dry and then uh they had this skirmish line um put out and there's a group of blokes just went running over to put out this fire and i went well i'll see you know it's an emergency you need to go and stamp it out uh which they did quite effectively um but I think it sort of took away uh, from the battle itself. What I think would have made it look a bit better was that they'd have actually brought the line up. So, so bring the skirmish line up. And as the skirmish line's going up, that group of people are damping down the fire, uh, you know, stamping it out. And then withdrawing them back or something like that. So just like five blokes randomly just running forward to stamp out to run back again. It looked a bit, it just looked a bit naff, if you know what I mean. But, that that's just me. That's just me. But but yeah, it was all right. It, it you know it was it it it, it didn't well me. It was just it's just good to watch. And then uh, what else did I watch? I watched a little bit of the the uh, the diehards as well. I did catch a piece, a bit a little bit of the diehards display in the small arena. Uh, that's just by the food court, as per usual. Diehards, well, they just run like a well-oiled machine, don't they? The diehards. Um, they did their drill display and a bit of uh, uh, bayonet fencing as well, uh, which was brilliant, absolutely brilliant from what I saw. But that is, you know, they are a very, very uh, high caliber group. Um, and I did watch the North Africa battle uh, just by chance. That was uh, because uh, some of Les's relatives popped down to uh, see him, and we went for a little bit of a wander around with them. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And uh, we ended up down at the arena. And so happens that this battle was started. So I watched that and it's just it was just a you know typical World War II battle. It was good to see. You know, don't get me wrong, because uh, doing a North Africa battle is something you don't really see that often. So that was really good that they done that. But you know, it's it's just it was literally a microcosm of like the big World War Two battle they have at the end of the day, where it's just a bit of a black fest. But yeah, that was all the arena stuff. That was all the arena stuff that I saw. That was. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, the you said you saying about the the North Africa battle. I know that they they did one up at Yorkshire wartime experience, and that's the the first time I'd ever ever sort of, you know, heard or, or seen anything, of, um, you know, North Africa related on in the arena. And the fact they've done it at, at Odyssey as well is good. It, you know, it starts to show people that there was other places troops are fighting, not just Normandy, in the hobby. And so I think, you know, that's, as you say, that's a nice little touch and hopefully it's uh, it'll start a, a bit of a better sort of swing swing to the hobby. Yeah, absolutely. And it is good that they um, did that to, you know, to recognise there was actually blokes fighting in North Africa. So hopefully one year there may be an Italy one or a Burma style one, but we can hope. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So that's the show sort of as a whole. Let's talk about the, the social aspect of it. Because to me, like Military Odyssey, when people say to me, you know, what is Military Odyssey? I say, well, for us, it, it's almost like a Butlin's themed weekend but for, an- <laughs> but, but for anoraks and geeks and anoraks <laughs> that, that's probably the best description I've heard of it <laughs> and um, so obviously you go up to the beer tent on the Friday, Saturday and Sunday nights obviously it's all over a bank holiday and they generally put on like a theme night so like Friday night was 60s night so they encourage people to be like in the sixties theme, and like Saturday nights, forties night, usually, and then Sunday nights, fancy dress night. So you do whatever you like. But a lot of people, they, 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 you know, it's quite loosey goosey with it. And to be quite honest, most vast majority of groups, they tend just to wear, they do their own themes themselves. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah. But when we were up at the beer tent, you see some very outlandish outfits and things going on up there. <laughs> so, Dom, uh, while you was up there over the three days, who do you think, who was your costume winner <laughs> for the weekend? Who who stood out to you the, the most? I definitely think Max Barber and his Centurion kit was certainly, certainly a winner in my book, only because I know that he built the whole damn thing himself. And um, I did Copperfield, and he was wearing nothing underneath. So there's definitely points there. You completely took the wind out of my sails, Don, because I was going to say Max as well. Because so. <laughs> uh, 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 but what I didn't know was I didn't know he made all that himself. I just thought he bought it all. And I was like, Christ, where, where did you get that? Where did you get that lot from? Um, so yeah, so Max is with uh, oh, it's, it's uh, Royal Navy Commando, isn't it? Max is. With, yes, it is. Um, yeah, and, and they're coming to the festival as well, aren't they? 
Yes, they are. If memory so, yeah, so yes, you'll get to see the uh, Royal Navy Commandos at the festival in 2023. But yeah, he yeah he was brilliant because he even joined in on my live. So I did a TikTok live while I was there in the uh, beer hall, and he ended up being literally not far away from it. And I went, like, I saw the battle. I was like, it's a Roman, it's a Roman. He turned around, it was him. I was like, oh, do you want to be on TikTok? He's like, yeah, right. And so he dived in a for a little bit on there <laughs> yeah that that was um that was brilliant that was so i've got to think of something now other than max because <laughs> obviously max is the confirmed winner of the whole weekend of course, well, because we, we decided yeah because we already decided um but what else did i see that um no what i can't bloody think of anything max was the best <laughs> um oh what, what what else was there to to be honest, I didn't. The only time I really went up to the beer tent, I've spent more spent most of the night in the beer tent was on was on the Friday night. Yeah, um, the, the Saturday night, I just sort of. Well, we all sort of went up there, had a pint, had a pint or two, and was just like, yeah, this is a bit bit naff. It's just because there, it was just an apps. It was just thick with people, and it was just it, yeah, you, you couldn't tell yourself think. And I was just like, you know, we. I think we we all ended up having a better time back at camp round the fire. I mean, I mean Friday night. I mean Sunday night. That was that was a proper proper good laugh. And it just sort of made me really appreciate how much of a bizarre hobby this is. So on the sat- Saturday night, Dylan Dylan Gash came over, and after I t- uh, I gave. Laurie, who we were on a display with, he had his two kids there. After I gave this child this RPG seven, a bloke came dressed as a Nazi, came over and had a drink, and it's just, just the most, most outlandish hobby. It's great. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday night, yeah, we didn't really go up to the beer tent, up to the beer tent once. And we, well, Saturday night, of course, we came over to the Ranger Lounge, and after that, we all went up to. After that party got shut down by the fun police, we all went off up to the beer tent and a bit of there and just went mm. and then um and then went back to camp and then I, was, I think it was sunday night or early or early for early monday morning is when dejan fell in the fire um yeah i'm just trying to think what really stood out because that was the only thing that's because there's nothing outlandish this year because usually there's something out, like you get the usual outlandish like you i you can guarantee that the that the Vikings and the Saxons are going to do the Rocky Horror Show, um, yeah. which they do every year, which is which is boring now. Um, well, did you see a few years ago? Uh, you know, uh, Big Phil Campion, champion. Yeah, say, yeah. Say, whenever him and his cronies like were dressed up as like the Spartans from Three Hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like walking around in the little in the little red pants and their bronze shields. <laughs> Oh, what, what was it? I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything that really stood out to me this year because you took you you took my idea. <laughs> so what stood out to me, I think it was the Saturday night. It might have been the Saturday night. There was two lads walking around dressed up as uh, First World War Turkish officers, which was pretty cool. I've never seen that before. Oh, uh, yes, Gem and... Um, oh, no, that was it wasn't even First World War. That was Crimean War. Oh really? Yeah, that was um, they um, uh, Stavros. It was Gem and Stavros were were walking around dressed in in Crimean War Ottoman officers' uniform. <laughs> yeah, so that's something you don't see every now and yeah. You know, that's that. You, know, you don't even see that being portrayed, let alone see it. Uh, and they like 
proper went to town on it as well, like little details and everything. They, they looked, they looked absolutely awesome. They did absolutely awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, that probably rounds us off quite nicely. I think to the uh, end of this episode. I think Dom. So Dom, final thoughts on military Odyssey as a whole. Great, do it, amazing. Absolutely. If you got a thirst for history, get yourself to Military Odyssey, either as uh, a living historian or reenactor to display there, or to be there as um as a member of the public, just to walk around and to take it all in because it's well worth the visit and it is a fantastic weekend. So thank you, Dom, for joining me for this uh, episode as per usual. And Thank you to the listener for listening to us. Um, everything that you want to know, Living History UK, is all in the links down below. We've got the link tree that will take you everywhere where you want to go for YouTube, Patreon, and all that other good stuff. So stay safe, and until next time, keep history alive. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to support it, then why not send us a PayPal donation? All donations help us pay to host the podcast and for us to create new content for your enjoyment. Furthermore, if you would like to submit a question or even a subject matter for the podcast, join Patreon and send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. The links are in our bio. Until next time, keep history alive. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.